1: Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Balanced Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. I'm your host, Jordan Younger. And on this podcast, we talk all things living a soul on fire life, whether that be with spirituality, wellness, building a brand, entrepreneurship, channeling, aliens, all the things. We go very deep all the time. And today's guest is is none other than the fabulous New York Times bestseller, one of the very original fashion bloggers and someone who I've been following since before I started my blog seven years ago. She is a CEO, clothing designer, Forbes 30 under 30 honoree, and she's only 28 years old. She is truly phenomenal and it was so fun to sit down and talk with her and learn more about her life. Today we have the fabulous Danielle Bernstein of We Were What on the podcast. This was such an exciting conversation. We did it over Zoom because COVID kept us apart. She was in the Hamptons. I'm here in LA. And we talked about all the things that we could pack into this conversation I just finished reading Danielle's book, This Is Not a Fashion Story, which before we talked was named on the New York Times bestseller list, which is a huge accomplishment. We talk about that in the episode. We also talk about Danielle starting her blog, quitting college to start her blog, which is something I can very much relate to. Although I actually quit grad school to start my blog, she went to her dad with a PowerPoint to suggest and tell him why this was a good idea for her. And since then, she's become one of the top fashion bloggers. She has had some of the most successful partnerships in social media, influencing and marketing. And she has since created so many different brands under one umbrella we were what and Danielle Bernstein she has the Danielle Bernstein collection with Macy's and she has her own shop We were what collection and everything is so cute it is inspired by her own style which is fantastic and she is just an all-around incredible person her book also details dating stories in New York her many boyfriends and the different situations she's been in with all of them, which I think all of us in our 20s and beyond can relate, especially dating in a city. We talk about that in the episode. And I also took to Instagram to ask you guys what you wanted me to chat with Danielle about. And so many of you said, let's talk about her mystery boyfriend. Can she tell us who it is? Can we learn more about him? So we're in luck in this episode because he was in the house when Danielle was doing this interview, so he popped in to say hi, and that was fun. I got to chat with him and see his face, and I'm so happy for her that she's with a great man as she deserves, and she is just a badass entrepreneur in every single way. She inspires me. We have a lot of mutual friends. We talk about Melissa Wood in this episode, who is mentioned quite a bit in Danielle's book. Melissa has been on this podcast. She's a dear friend. She's incredible. And this was just a fun conversation. I also promised in this conversation that I would look up Danielle's human design and share it in the intro. So I did. She is a generator, 2-4 generator, and... Hopefully, we can learn way more about that with one of our human design experts like Jenna Zoe, one of my best friends, because Danielle is such a quintessential generator. Clearly, with everything she's built, she's living her purpose. She's living her design. She's also a Gemini. She recently had a birthday at the end of May when she turned 28, like I said, on May 28th. So it's her golden year of life, which means it's going to be a good one and a lucky one. She's also doing quite a bit of charitable work with her new platform we gave what which is all about supporting charitable initiatives and raising awareness for small businesses. she is the CEO of mo assist which is a project management tool to help creators centralize and manage products partnerships payments and beyond which we also talk about in this episode and you can learn all about in her book and basically, Like I said to her in the intro of this episode, in the beginning of our conversation, what do you not do, Danielle? She can do it all. She's amazing. So, before we get into this episode, I wanted to get back to sharing my high and my low of the week, my peach and my pit, or my peak and my pit. People say it differently. I like to say peach love a good peach. So let's think about this. I always do these on the spot. I never come up with them in advance, just like I never come up with my questions for people who come on the podcast in advance. Everything is off the cuff on this show. So let's see. What is the peach of my week? Probably, I mean, I'm looking at these beautiful flowers on my kitchen counter right now, which reminds me, I got anonymous flowers sent to me this week. If they were from you, please let me know. It's this gorgeous bouquet of pink and red flowers and roses and like gorgeous plants. And they're all right here on my kitchen counter. And the peach is that I'm looking at these beautiful flowers and also that my husband has been waking up extra early every day to clean our kitchen. So our kitchen looks like pristine right now and put flowers and vases or whatever we have laying around and just make our space look extra beautiful and extra inspiring which has been so nice just because clearly he's back at work and I'm still working from home and it's been a lot to try to work from home keep the place tidy and neat with two of us working here for all of quarantine um especially because I haven't been feeling well, which is my pit. I have had crazy stomach issues, the worst bloating that I've basically ever had in my life, um, which I've shared all about on Instagram and my newsletter and all over the place and just sharing different tips and tricks that are helping me. So hopefully by next week, I'll have more answers about that that I can share with you guys. We shall see but I know a lot of people deal with this same issue. So I plan on being super open about it and taking you guys along the journey with me. So that would be my peach in my pit. My other peach is that the Balance Bond newsletter has been so fun. We revamped it. I have a team working on it, designing it, making it beautiful, scheduling it every Monday at the exact same time to go out. And I write it every week and we do Q&A there. So if you haven't signed up yet, please do. We'll leave the link in the show notes. You can email me to send in your questions for me to include in the Q&A. And it's just such a fun way to connect with you guys. I've been highlighting different members of the Balance Bond community, trying most of all to highlight people of color. So if you are a person of color, a black creator or brand owner in the Balance Bond community, definitely tell me about your brand or your blog or whatever you've created, because I would absolutely love to highlight you in the Monday newsletters. So like I said, you can find the link for that in the show notes below. And before we dive into this episode, I want to thank our sponsor for today's show, for Sigmatic, and also let you guys know we have a brand new sponsor, which I'll be talking about in the mid-roll, Athletic Greens, which I've been taking every day. It's fabulous, and you can use the code BLONDE for a discount, so if you're looking for a good green powder, definitely stay tuned for the mid-roll ad because we're going to talk all about it, why I love it, you know. Brands go through some serious vetting to be mentioned on the Balance Bond podcast and for any type of partnership together. So I'm excited to introduce you to Athletic Greens. And of course, we have the phenomenal Four Sigmatic, who has been a partner of this show since the very beginning. Four Sigmatic has grown and exploded since we first started working together. We have had the founder, Tarot on the podcast, which I highly recommend listening to to learn all about adaptogenic mushrooms foraging mushrooms, why mushrooms are good for us, the inspiration behind starting the brand, and more. First of all, you should know that you can use the code BLONDE, B-L-O-N-D-E, for 15% off at checkout, or you can simply go to foursigmatic.com slash blonde to see all my favorites and automatically shop with that discount code. So a couple of my favorites with Four Sigmatic are their chaga. I've been obsessed with their chaga for a long time. When I go through periods of not drinking coffee, I drink it instead of coffee. But in my current period of drinking coffee, because I just can't stay away, it's my favorite. I love to drink Four Sigmatic's adaptogen coffee. I like the one with the purple label. It has lion's mane in it, which helps you stay alert. It also helps from getting those caffeine jitters because I am not a fan of drinking coffee and then getting all jittery and bouncing off the walls and not being able to sleep at night. That's never fun. So I highly recommend that one. We will specifically link that product below because I think everyone needs to try the Adoptogen coffee. You can get it in a few different forms. We like to use it in our French press. They have a lot of different adaptogenic blends depending on what you're interested in. Their instant adaptogen coffee has chaga and I love it. You know I love chaga. It kind of tastes like caramel. All of their products are organic, keto, vegan, third-party lab tested. A lot of them have no sugar. You know I'm a huge fan of the sugar-free life. So all the Four Sigmatic products that I drink are sugar-free And I just love everything they do. You can shop by what you're looking for specifically. If you want to shop by immune system or if you want to shop by chilling out or thinking. So if you need to be alert like coffee, you can click on the think tab for that category. Something I love about Four Sigmatic is that they also have a TikTok. So they are on the pulse. You guys know I've been having so much fun on TikTok. At The Balance Blonde, check them out at Four Sigmatic. And magical mushrooms are just fantastic. They're adaptogenic, so they adapt to whatever you need in your body, whether you're looking or needing for hormone support or whether you need some help falling asleep at night they have everything that you could ever imagine so check them out use that code blonde for 15% off and enjoy now let's head into this episode with Danielle Bernstein which I'm so excited about and be sure to show her some love on social media tell her that you came from the Balance Fond community and now let's dive on into this conversation with her Okay, Danielle, so happy to have you here. You are like the OG blogger in so many different ways, fashion blogger, CEO, author, like what don't you do?
0: Um, I'm not sure, <laughs> but we can <laughs> add it to my list of things to do.
1: Yes, absolutely. So I'm so happy that you're here. I've been a fan of yours forever, recently yeah. finished your book and it's just fantastic. So if you could say hello to our listeners, tell them a little bit about you, where yeah. you all the things.
0: Yeah, hi everyone. This is Danielle from We Were What. And I have been doing this for almost 10 years now, which is kind of crazy to say. And you know, I started as a street style photographer, which transitioned into personal style. And I was a blogger, then an influencer, now an entrepreneur. And I have a bunch of businesses that I own, including Shop We Wore What, my clothing brand, Danielle Bernstein, a line I have at Macy's, Mo Assist, a tech company, and now my New York Times bestselling book. This is not a fashion story. So always working on new projects, but those are my focus right now.
1: That is so incredible. And you're also like, you just turned 28. I just
0: turned 28, yep. Yeah.
1: That's incredible. I mean. I feel like to accomplish so much at such a young age is something to be so celebrated.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I've always, I've grown up really entrepreneurial and have sort of set these high expectations and business goals for myself and uh, will keep tackling them until I hit my full list. I
1: love it. Well, I feel you. I'm 29. I've been blogging for seven years today. Oh, Oh my God. So it's kind of cool that we're talking today. And I was just going down memory lane and looking at all the old stuff and thinking, I feel like I've, I feel like the years have flown by, but I also feel like I've been doing this forever.
0: I feel the exact same way.
1: Yeah. It's like, who was I before I was such an open book? I have no idea, but I kind of feel like I was doing this even prior to blogging, like with MySpace and Facebook and that kind of stuff. Do you feel that way?
0: I 100% feel like I've always been a really open book and I've always wanted to share. We've just been given now such a great platform to do so.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. So walk us through starting your blog. What sparked the inspiration? Uh, You want the whole
0: spiel? We do. (laughs) So I had just transferred from Wisconsin to FIT in the city and was really surrounded by such amazing street style. And I really wanted to show my friends back at Wisconsin and at at other out-of-state schools what they can be wearing to class every day because we were wearing sweatpants all the time and we didn't really have this inspiration. So I started photographing street style and called it We Wore What as a way to provide this daily source of outfit inspiration for something that should be the easiest part of your day, getting dressed in the morning. And, you know, sometimes it's the hardest. So uh, it really started as just a fun way of sharing and then almost became like a responsibility that I had for my audience. And I flipped the camera around on myself and started photographing my personal style, which I realized is something that really resonated with my readers and they figured out who was behind the camera and then started blogging about my personal style. Then Instagram was introduced and started using that as a other way of sharing and then transitioned that to be my main focus. So sort of grew and transitioned my business as these new things like social media were being introduced into the world and um, sort of becoming our new normal and really made up my career as I went along and had lots of growing pains, like you see in my book, and I'm sure you've read about, but kind of pioneered this industry. And it's been really fun to see it grow so much and to legitimize it, especially with the creation of my tech platform that is really a way to help influencers grow and become more efficient in their businesses. I've just sort of seen everything come full circle.
1: I know that's so wild and so cool to be at the forefront of an industry that really didn't exist 10 years ago. Like anyone who started a blog that long ago was just purely doing it for passion, for fun. And I think that's, I mean, I know that's why you've been so successful because you love it and you were never in it for anything, but your obsession with fashion and wanting to share that with people. So I know you said in your book that when you flipped the camera around on yourself, that was like the pivot point for your success. And somebody recognized you on the street for the first time. Can -hmm. you tell us that story?
0: Yeah. It's a story in my book when I was at Lincoln center and I was photographing women walking in and out of the shows during fashion week. And as I was leaving, someone stopped me and I can never, I wish I could remember that street style photographer's name because I feel like that was such a, especially if you read it in the book, it kind of gives you the chills when you get to that point. And he stops and asks me for my photo. And I was like, why? And he's like, well, you're Danielle Bernstein, aren't you? And I was like, mind blown. That's incredible.
1: <laughs> such yeah. a cool feeling. And mm. now you get recognized all over the place.
0: Yeah. But it was just such a cool moment to realize that my blog was extended further than just my friends at school.
1: Yeah. No, that's such an awesome feeling. And what did your family think when you first started blogging? I mean, obviously I know because I read the book and I could relate to mm-hmm. so much of it. The PowerPoint with your dad, all that Yeah, stuff.
0: I think they were curious. They've always pretty much trusted my instincts and for me to do the right thing and make the right decision. So they didn't really know what to think, but they were curious about it and they saw how passionate I was about it. And I think that that's really all they needed to see to sort of trust me to move forward in that.
1: Yeah, that's incredible to have that support from your family. is so nice, so People, hmm. yeah. And then you talk a lot in the book about your dating history and your dating journey. My boyfriend's
0: in another room, so
1: I know every. So I put on Instagram, "What do you guys want me to talk to Danielle about?" And everyone's like, "The mystery boyfriend, <laughs> who is she? <laughs> who is she with?" We get him to come
0: say hi. Yes. Oh my god, can he come say hi? It's the podcast. Will you come say hi? Come say hi. I'm on a podcast. This is so exciting. How's it going? This is my boyfriend. Hi. Oh, you guys look like you have a good setup over we there. Like yeah, this is my boyfriend's house. This is going to be the best podcast ever. Come I on. She's I video, but it's, it's just talking, so you Come can talk. See. Yeah,
1: it's just audio. Nobody's going to see you. Oh, my gosh. So how did you guys meet? Can we get the scoop?
0: Yes. We were set up through his best friend um, when I was in St. Bart's and I was at a big lunch reservation and was a little bit tipsy and was like, did anyone have any eligible bachelors in New York to set me up with? And his friend was like, I'm actually texting with one right now. And then he like looped us in on a group chat and we started talking over New Year's and that break. And then went on our first date on January
1: 11th. Oh my gosh. That's a good day too. Like number yeah. one, I'm very into numbers. One of on the bracelets you got me
0: for my birthday.
1: Oh my God, that's so cute. So that was this past New Year's. That was the one before. Oh, so you guys have been together for like a year and a half? Yep, we've been together for a year and a half. And how's it going?
0: Going great. <laughs> I love that. I mean, that thing, obviously. We've basically been living together for the past three and a half months. So, definitely like propelling things forward like that.
1: Yeah. How's that been going to live together? It's really fun. I like playing house with him. I know. It's awesome. And you guys have been out in the Hamptons for this whole time.
0: Yeah. We were living at my mom's for the first three months. And now we're at our own house
1: uh, in East Hampton. That's amazing. Well, I'm so happy for you after reading your book and like all the trials and tribulations of dating, which obviously so many yeah. can relate to. I'm glad I that you have a this. lot of frogs, you know? Right. You have to though. You, you have, have to get a lot of frogs, but I love, I feel like I know you after reading your book. I love that you're the type of person who's just like, who has any eligible bachelors for me? Like you just oh, yeah. put it out there and that's
0: amazing. You got to put it out there if you want want to get what you want, right?
1: Yeah, you have to. Yeah. In dating, and business. All of it. Which sure. you totally done. So what would be your tips for people listening who are still kissing the frogs and they're interested in meeting a good guy?
0: I mean, definitely read the red flag chapter because you have to know these things to look out for so that you don't waste your time. And not to date a guy that makes you feel anything other than your best self. I think that's really important. Like you want to date someone who's really supportive, but also challenges you and teaches you things. When I was single, I was like a yes, man. Like any opportunity that came my way, I was like, yep, you want to go to that bar? You want to go out here, meet a new group of friends? You want to fly to this place? I was like, yes, yes, yes. And that helped me meet so many new people. So I think being really open and kind of going out of your comfort zone is really important, especially when you're dating.
1: Love those tips. That's amazing. Wow. And dating in New York is not easy. So It's fun. It's fun. But it's fun. I know. I think my favorite story of your dating in your book was the motorcycle story. That's my, yeah.
0: That's the only story I included. That was like a true dating story, but I have so many. So maybe there'll be like part two. That's like just about dating or something. I know. I think, I think that would
1: be awesome. Mm-hmm. So what does it feel like to be a New York times bestseller? That is a huge accomplishment. Were you I'm surprised? Like clearly well, was I point. was,
0: you know, I didn't share that that was one of my biggest goals with this book besides just the aspect of sharing. Like becoming a New York Times bestseller was a personal career goal of mine. And I wasn't sure that I would get it. I really honestly maybe didn't think I would. And that's why I didn't really talk about it publicly. So when I did get it, I was so happy. I was hysterically crying. And it happened uh, like a week and a half ago when we were really in the thick of things with everything going on. And I just like, I had to keep it all to myself because I was so happy about it. But like, I really wanted to be respectful of everything going on and then eventually share it with everybody. But yeah, it's crazy. It's you that, know, something that I have on my like resume for life.
1: Absolutely. That's like the ultimate bucket list item for any writer. I mean, any, anyone. Like that is so incredible. And it's just your life story. And you're kind of just writing in the book like you would write on your blog in a way. Yeah. Well, cool. <laughs> so tell us about all of your different brands. You've really done a good job of creating your own line, but also doing it in your own time and not really just partnering with whoever offered to partner with you. Like you've learned so much. So tell us, tell so, us a little bit about that. Shop Wore What
0: is my line of swim, overalls, denim, and soon to be another category that will come Ooh. Yes. I'm so excited about That's this. Exciting. And then Danielle Bernstein is my ready to wear line at Macy's that is under hundred dollars in size inclusive. So it's the first time I was designing for a plus size market and was just really excited to expand my audience and my customer base and really offer something at an affordable price point that wasn't sacrificing fashion. And then Moses is my tech company, which is a project management platform that I created for to solve the needs of the influencer industry. So everything from the approval process and the communication with brands to actually getting paid on time to calendaring. And we uh, we just finished a redesign for that and are chatting with VCs right now. So lots of exciting stuff happening
1: there. And then, yeah, what else can I tell you? I mean... You started with just denim with, when it comes to your clothing line. And I thought that was really interesting because you really understood.
0: Well, actually I started with Swim. True. Swim was the first collaboration I did. And that was with Onya, who's my partner on Shop We Were What. And that we did it as a collaboration and I loved designing. And I loved designing Swim and it became a lot of best-selling Swim. So... We really saw a great business opportunity, but also something that I was really passionate about. And then I did a denim collaboration with Joe's Jeans, which is why I decided to eventually do my own denim um, because I wanted to expand what I was doing and bring everything in-house. And overalls was something that I did on my own about three years ago. And I just wanted to create a really niche product that didn't really exist in the modern market. And that's why it started as second Skin Overalls and is now just shoppy were what, but um, it's been so much fun. I've never thought I would be a designer. I didn't go to FIT and I wasn't a design major. I was an uh, advertising and marketing communications major. So I never saw myself. I still don't even see myself as a designer, even though I totally am, but it's been something that's become a passion of mine and is something that I really enjoy doing.
1: I love it. That's incredible. Your stuff is so cute. I see Melissa Wood <laughs> working it yeah, all the can. time. Please, I, I will rock it.
0: Ever- remind me and, and Claudia will send you the line sheets for uh,
1: I will. That's so nice. That's so awesome. All right, guys, I want to talk to you about my favorite greens powder, which I'm obsessed with right now, and introduce the Balance Bond audience to this brand new sponsor, Athletic Greens, which I'm super excited and honored to be working with. I've been drinking their greens powder for a long time now, and specifically, I've been drinking it every morning for the last month, and it has replaced. Drum roll, please. My morning green juice, which I never thought I would say because you guys know I'm such a huge green juice person and continue to be. But first thing in the morning, I actually prefer something super easy like mixing a green powder in water, especially when it's developed from a complex blend of 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, just like athletic greens is. So before we get any further, I just want to let you know that they have a very special offer for our TBB listeners, which is a free gift with your first purchase with a minimum value of $20. So simply go to athleticgreens.com slash blonde to claim this special offer, which is a free gift with purchase. So even with a balanced diet, which we know is important to me, something I talk about all the time, it's still difficult to cover all of your nutritional bases. So that's where Athletic Greens comes in. Their daily drink is like nutritional insurance for your body that's delivered straight to your door. So super easy. Like I said, they have 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients. It is all natural, organic, non-GMO, of course. No harmful chemicals, no funny additives. Um, of course, to be TBB approved, it's also vegan, paleo, keto, dairy-free, and gluten-free. And it has less than one gram of sugar. Per serving. It also tastes great. And what I love about them specifically is that it is packed with adaptogens for recovery, also packed with probiotics and digestive enzymes for gut health and vitamin C and zinc for immune support. So it's highly absorbable. It's friendly for any diet. And what I specifically love about it is it gives me so much energy in the morning. And I know you guys know how much I struggle with that. So lately I've been having so much energy. I've been bouncing off the walls in the morning, doing my morning routine, journaling, stretching, sipping on my athletic greens and it has been fantastic. So I highly recommend checking them out and adding them into your morning routine for all of these incredible vitamins, adaptogens, probiotics, enzymes, and more. And for that special gift, go to athleticgreens.com blonde To claim your special offer with a minimum value of $20. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash blonde for your all-in-one nutrition with 75 highly absorbable ingredients. Enjoy. Tag me on Instagram, all the things, and cannot wait for you to experience it. Now let's dive back into this episode with Danielle. So tell us what a day in the life of Danielle Bernstein looks like.
0: Well, so different now, but typically if we were in New York City, um, my girls, I would wake up around eight. My girls would come over at nine and me, Kim, Claudia, and Mo would sit around the table. And we always have our morning ritual where we do like a rose and thorn and we go around the table. Then we talk about our schedule for the day and then everyone kind of disperses. So Mo and I will stay at the table, talk about like different meetings we have. Claudia always has something to do as brand coordinator. And then Kim always has like a million things going on in my apartment. So we usually sit until about 11 and then I have meetings all over the city on like opposite ends of the city. I have, I then go to my showroom. So separate showroom for Danielle Bernstein, where I have my design meetings, separate showroom for shop. We wore what? So we're all over the place. I'm in like 20 Ubers a day and I come home around five. I like to keep my job as nine to five as possible, at least for my employees. And then take a little break for myself, work out. And then I usually have an event at night. So then get ready and do it all at night.
1: Wow. That's amazing. I love that you guys start the day doing your roses and thorns. And that sounds like a nice ritual to keep things pretty streamlined in the morning.
0: Yeah. And it's nice to just like, connect. We, listen, we don't do it every day. Sometimes we like get right to it and we're super busy, but I like doing it as much as possible. It just helps us all to connect and share if we have something going on. And I think it's important, especially with a small, small group.
1: Yeah. So you work out of your apartment. Yes. That's awesome. I do the same thing.
0: Eventually, there'll need to be some sort of separation, especially if I was like to live with my boyfriend. But for now, it like totally works. I'm in a three bedroom apartment, a two bedroom apartment with three bathrooms. So it's big enough to have my employees and my living space separate. But um, eventually, I would probably get an office.
1: Yeah, that sounds perfect. So, what would like a day off look like? Like a day in the life on the weekend?
0: Well, here I'll just be hanging by the pool, go to the beach, uh, work out for sure. uh, If I end up putting on a cute outfit, taking a photo, but I try not to put too much pressure on myself on the weekends to get photos done, um, outfit photos, but I do like to post every day. So I'm not the best at taking time off and I'm always on my social media. So a day off is just no meetings.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. I feel like that's just the blogging life. Yeah, totally. Our um,
0: our work is 24 seven.
1: It's part of who we are. Right but at least it's fun. It's usually fun. So tell us about your friendship with Melissa Wood, who has been on this podcast. We love Melissa, read all about your friendship in the book.
0: Melissa is one of my best friends and she totally changed my life. I had known Noah for a while, her husband, but I met her properly when we were in Ibiza actually. And I was just kind of telling her about my body insecurities. And she was like, I don't like the way you're talking about yourself. Like, Firstly, I'm going to teach you to be kinder to yourself and the way you talk about your body and the way you look at yourself in the mirror. And then she just taught me how to work out in a way that gave me long, lean lines and taught me to have a better relationship with food. And she taught me that diet is a dirty word and just became such a powerful force in my life. And her energy, as you know, is just incredible. So fact- I love her, and um, she's just somebody that I think makes me a better person. So.
1: Yeah. So amazing. I love that. And you also talk a lot in the book about body image and body image specifically as a fashion blogger can be rough. Sample sizes are like zero, like you're talking about. So what's that journey looked like for you?
0: Yeah. I think like what I said about Melissa kind of goes hand in hand with that. It was at, at that time I was just being like really hard on myself and it, Needed. It took having a better relationship with myself to then have a better relationship with my body and my body image. Mm -hmm. So it was a combination of physical and then the emotional work that I did with my life coach, Stacy, who has had a huge impact on my life. Um, And she was part of my book club recently, so a lot of people got to meet her, which I think is really special.
1: I love it. Cool. So how has business and life changed during this very interesting time that we're in with COVID and? Not you know you haven't been in the city like what has changed? What kind of pivots have you had to make?
0: Yeah, so I haven't been with my employees, which and my team. I don't even like calling them employees. My team, and it's definitely been a big adjustment. I've had to sort of like relearn and to do things that I would have mostly been relying on having three people in my life to to help me with, and so we've pivoted our business model to just be very virtual. It already was really virtual, but Actually, we sit on a Zoom call all day so that it does feel like we're together all day. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we, we sit, the four of us, on a Zoom call. People come in and out for meetings. I leave if I have a different Zoom meeting. And we're pretty much there. So we talk through things and go through emails all day. And um, then my boyfriend or my mom in the past is helping me shoot photos. So um, we do that. <laughs> and yeah, you know, it's been different. As far as my brands and stuff, every launch that we've done has had a give back initiative tied to it, to a great organization, whether it was Help Mask a Hero, the Food Bank of New York, the River Fund, the NAACP, every single product that we've launched since the pandemic started has given back in a really big way. So that's been really rewarding and great to to do, especially, you know, it's hard trying to run your business while there's a pandemic. You want to be able to help other people at the same time. And so I feel really lucky that we've been able to do that.
1: Yeah, that's incredible. I know it's wild to think that we can just switch to like doing Zoom calls and how different, how quickly the world has changed and adapted. So wild. You're
0: adaptive, right? And right. I always tell people, especially in business, you have to be nimble and, and you have to be ready. You have to be flexible.
1: So we've had to do that so quickly now. Absolutely. And then what does your self-care routine look like? Because you're working, you're on all the time. Yeah, takes- I work out every day.
0: So I, well, I hurt my back, so I wasn't working out yesterday, but I will work out today and really just uh, try and eat well. But other than that, there's not like too much moving happening. So I think I need to find a way to get a little cardio in.
1: For sure. Yeah, yeah. It feels good. But what about like, do you do anything like meditation or like journaling or anything like that?
0: I should but I don't. Not your
1: thing. Yeah.
0: I mean, you I don't meditate worry. a lot. I know when I and I when I was at my mom's actually I needed to like step away for a minute. I would meditate a few times. Um, I still have my coaching sessions with with Stacy, which is really helpful, and that's part of my self care routine. But I like to dance and like listen to some good music. So I think working out and doing that has been sort of my biggest like way to take.